This episode today is brought to you by Silky Dream Skin Essentials. That's Silky Dream Skin Essentials. They're dedicated to not only enhance the quality of your skin, but to provide an amazing aroma in the process. They offer body butter, sugar scrubs, vitamin mist, cologne, and perfume, body oils, soap bars, and also body wash. So that's pretty much everything you need to smell good. If you're looking to order, go to SilkyDreamSkinEssentials.com. That's SilkyDreamSkinEssentials.com. And then also, think about this. If you can't find what you're looking for, do not hesitate to message her on her Facebook and her Instagram page. It's also at SilkyDreamSkinEssentials. So if you, you don't see what you need when you go on the website, hit her up. No matter if it's 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning, she got what you need. So just hit her up at Silky Dream Skin Essentials. Go check it out. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the What Can Jesus Do podcast. Today I'm sitting down with um, a good person of mine. Very special guest. I guess you can say a very special guest. This is my big little sister. You know, I'm her role model. I'm the one. <laughs> I'm the I'm the muscle in the family. I'm the one. You know, keep it in line because it's very hard to. But today we're gonna sit down and talk to my sister about um her career path and what she what she uh, does and how she get down in the the business that she um uh, she's uh, she pursues as her career. Um, so if you don't mind me asking, um, introduce yourself. Um. Uh, well. <laughs> my name is Laricia Simmons. A lot of people know me as Reese. Um, and I mean, you don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. She lost. Yeah. Okay, so um, one of my first questions to get it, get everything started. Um, because your what career path did you actually choose? Since we're talking about your career, uh, meaning like where I'm working now. Um, like, yeah. what do I do now? Yeah, what do you do now? Um, so, I work as a safety specialist um, for a medical technology company. Mm-hmm. And um, so, basically, what I'm responsible for is ensuring, like, you know, that all associates are, like, safe and, um, like... Not practicing bad habits. Correct. And then, like, also making sure that, like, all of our machinery is safe to use. Um, if someone gets hurt, then I have to like go do investigations on that machinery to make sure that like we don't need like a guard or something on there to make sure that this injury doesn't happen again. Um, also working with like um, we do like risk assessments, which is even if somebody don't get hurt, like I still have to assess all of the equipment or. Um, just kind of go around and do like an assessment to make sure that even mm-hmm. though nobody got hurt, that I can make sure that nobody is going to get hurt. So kind of like prevent, prevent, yeah, preventative maintenance. Yeah, preventative maintenance. Yeah, that's exactly what I do. Yeah, to make sure. So you're um you're a safety specialist. Mm-hmm. And, um, so how how did you decide to get into that that field of study? Well, first of all, before we get to that, where did where did you start college? Because if I'm if I'm not mistaken, you didn't start yeah like like in college going as a no, I didn't. So my original career path that what I wanted to do, I wanted to work in like the healthcare field and um everybody from LC didn't know Dr. Tyler. Mm-hmm. And so like uh, one day I was at his office, I can't remember if I was doing like a checkup or something. I can't remember. So I was like, um he was like, you know, what do you wanna do? And I was like, Well, you know, I wanna work in the healthcare field but I don't I can't do like the goods and stuff. 
Yeah. And so he was like, well, what about physical therapy? And I was like, like, I didn't really know what that was at the time. Like, so my original plan was to go to school for physical therapy. That's what I wanted to do. But I kind of got sidetracked because I was more focused on how long it was going to take for me to go to be to a physical therapist. Yeah. How long did it take? School. It took about maybe like eight years. Oh, no. Nah. But I mean, you say that, but no. if you think about it, a lot of times, like when people graduate from college, it takes them a decent amount of time to, to actually even find like, a job. Exactly. On top yeah. of that, you may have to go back to school for like a master's or something like that. So that time when I could have been in, um, and it might not even take. It might not even take eight years. I I think I remember the last time I checked it was eight years, but that was years ago, so I don't really know. But um, but I mean, even though still, it takes the same amount of time for you to finally like get into your career or whatever. And I could still have been working mm-hmm. while I was going to school. You know what I mean? But um, so I ended up um going to Miles, and I was majoring in Miles College in Birmingham, and I majored in biology and um. I ended up, because my plan was to do that, and then I think I was looking at Tennessee State to go for no, their physical therapy no, program. Was it physical therapy? I can't remember if it was Tennessee State. I can't remember. But I was so focused on the amount of time that it took. I wish I had not, like, you know, focused on that part. Um, now that, like, I kind of look back on it, you know. Time can go by regardless. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I've been realizing that lately. No matter what you do, exactly. the time is going yeah. to by. So, um, you know, I was thinking about that. And um, Miles College <clears throat> Financial Aid Office was just terrible at the time. I don't know if they have changed. But I was, like, I was just over the Financial Aid Office. And I ended up transferring to UA, Alabama, University of Alabama. So when I went there, um, they had this athletic training program. Mm. And I know you probably remember, I don't know if you remember me doing that, but I was like, okay, well, physical therapy takes this amount of time, but athletic training. Oh, no, I do remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I do remember. Because I used to, you yeah, know, yeah, go with the different teams and stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got to so, um, <laughs> yeah. so, like, um, even in that, like, I had to, um, I was going to, like, the classes. You had to take, like, all these classes. And it's basically, almost, I ain't going to say basically, but it's almost the same thing as physical therapy. It's different because a physical therapist is an actual doctor. Yeah. But an uh, athletic trainer is not. And so. Um, so, I, is an athletic trainer not, like, more of a, like, on, well, I want, it's still not a doctor. It's an on-site, like, uh evaluator almost yeah i guess you could say that like um medical evaluator like that would be your first point of contact like before you get to the doctor exactly like Uh in an event that you get like um like an injury injury. or something like that and it could be something that is also preventative maintenance that they're doing on your body Yeah, yeah and so um you know and they you know they work close with athletes and stuff like that and so um, I tried to get into that program, but I, I, I think I like you have to test to get into the program, and so I tested and I in was in the physical therapy program. Mm-hmm. I thought it was automatic. Mm-mm. You have to test to oh, be okay. able to get in there. So I was like, you have like those. What I was doing was like prep courses that you have to take before you can get in, mm-hmm. and so like um, when I was when I went into the test, I was three points shy of getting in. Ooh, the devil business. I know, right? And I didn't I didn't get in and I that just told me to pieces. 
And so I was like, you know, if you don't get in, you have to retake Take those classes. You got to pay on time too. Yeah, what you mean? So what's the what's the what's the price to somebody that's going that want to think they might want to do a physical therapy? So you they kind of have it in their mind. I have no clue. I'm not even gonna lie. Oh, you don't remember that? I don't remember. Well, you remember I kind of quit physical therapy because I was thinking about the time. So physical therapy was like something that I was not. It wasn't even to. an option. Anymore. Yeah, like okay. when I went to Alabama, it wasn't. It wasn't an option. Okay. And um, but when I was doing the athletic training program, like you once you take those classes, you have to retake them again in order to get back, like to test. Hold on, again. hold on. So you can't. You can't just retake the test. You got to actually retake all of the yeah, classes. It was certain classes that you had to retake. And not all of them, but even still, you had to wait a whole year before you could test again. And it would be smart to retake the classes because you would forget. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you, you know what that, I mean? You yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay, okay. But even still, like, that's money, the though. test was, yeah, that's money. That's a whole nother year. I have to wait to a graduate. Whole, a whole thing. And I was too. just kind of like, yeah, no. Okay, whatever. I'm not doing it no more. So, when you're majoring in athletic training, the college, which is like, you know, the program at the school, the college that it's in is inside the human environmental um, college, mm-hmm. human environmental sciences college. And so I was just like looking like, what the heck can I do with this degree? Like I ended up graduating with a degree in general studies within human environmental science. Like it wasn't just general studies college, like, you know, just a regular, it was inside human environmental sciences. And so within that, I took different classes like um, research, studies, nutrition, and Mm. I think with the general study, it kind of just gave you an, a different, like a taste of each area that was within that school. Yeah. And um, I was just like, I, I don't know what I can do with this career. Like, I don't know what I can do with this degree. And I was just like, at, when I graduated, I was just searching, searching, searching. Like, what can I do with the human environmental science degree? Also, another thing, human environmental science degree is a program that, to my knowledge, is like a specific program that's at Alabama. Like, this isn't, like, a common degree. Like, this isn't, like... So, this is kind of, like, something they only... Kind of created. Cre- yeah, they yeah, created yeah, yeah, yeah. for the school. Yeah, for the school. But they have, like, so many different things up under human environmental sciences. And so, um, I was like, what can I do with this degree? And I ended up looking, and I saw this thing called health and safety. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is that? Like, I didn't know what it was. And so, I kind of started, like, looking into it, and it was talking about, like, how you ensure that, you know, your associates are practicing um, um, health, healthy habits, mm. um, safe habits, making sure that they're, like, doing things safely. And so, ba- like, the preventative maintenance. So, what know? could be, the, the go with that, what could be some, like, safe habits that you would be, like, teaching on a job? To be, get, like, well, not teaching, well promoting too on a job so um i guess i could kind of go with some of the things that i'm doing like right now so um wear your safety goggles a lot of people don't wear their safety goggles and so that's one of the safety things that i promote wearing your safety shoes making sure that associates are wearing their safety shoes um, yeah yeah, yeah, composite yeah um so making sure that they're wearing their safety shoes also promoting like when COVID was big, going and getting tested, making and sure mask. that, 
Yeah, wearing your mask, yeah. making sure that if you're feeling sick, do not come to work. Um, also, um, promoting, like, if you get hurt on the job, let's say that you trip or you see, like, a spill on the floor, you slip on the spill, but you don't get hurt. Mm-hmm. Well, you need to report that because just because you didn't get hurt, don't mean that the person behind exactly the yeah. person behind you won't get hurt. Mm-hmm. So those are like some of the things that I'm like promoting now at like my current job. And then like um, we also I throw like these little engagements that are kind of like to promote building a relationship with the leadership and the lower tier associates because a lot of times I play like. The middleman, middle yeah, yeah, between. Not so you basically like bringing them together. Exactly. Okay. So with these engagements, what I do is it allows for the associates to have conversations with the leaders, like our site leaders, our different managers in the building that they may not like. They might not report to this manager or this supervisor, but let's. I'm encouraging them all to like talk and have conversation with each other so that we can be comfortable with each other. Mm-hmm. And so if something does happen or if they see something, then they'll feel comfortable reporting it to Speaking them. To exactly. The Instead of just letting it go because, yeah. oh, they ain't going to do nothing anyway. Yeah, that is a miscommunication with the people, especially like, well, kind of, well, on jobs that I've been at, you sometimes would rather not talk to the people that you see walking by exactly. that's up higher because mm-hmm. you think that ah, they, don't they don't care nothing about like that. Exactly. So that yeah. kind of brings everybody together. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so, like, I play like that middleman person who is like a coordinator who helps to build that relationship between the lower tiers and then the higher tiers and even those in between. Like, yeah. sometimes those supervisors who are not managers don't feel comfortable talking to the site leaders so yeah. you would be surprised because they you know and then a lot of the lower tier associates think that the supervisor should feel comfortable talking to the site leader but they don't like it's just you know it's just yeah. that thing where you got to learn how to help um build those relationships and so um i throw like little raffles um i throw like these little things where they should come by like the last one that i did before i left um was it was what was it? Um Yeah, some what was November. Oh, it was um it was a trivia. Mm-hmm. And the trivia was that you had to oh, it was about proper lifting. So we did, sort of proper technique to lift something. Exactly, like okay. yeah, yeah. So the trivia you could do the trivia or you could go to one of the site leaders and they had like um these little passes that you could win two prizes if your name is pulled, it was like a raffle trivia thing. So if you answer the trivia, your name get put in the bowl. But you could also go to the site leader or one of the managers, any other managers, and talk to them. And then um, demonstrate proper lifting. And then you could win two prizes instead of one. Yeah. And so um, that was super. Like, a lot of people like that. That was fun because it kind of encouraged them. interact, too. Exactly. Interact and it made... Yeah. It made the lower associ- lower level associates want to go talk to them mm-hmm. because, oh, shoot, like, if they pull my name, I can get two prizes instead of one. And so the prizes that you... And another thing, too, you have to know your associates. Yeah. Like, I can't give out free, like, electronics and stuff at my site because I have, like, older associates. They yeah. don't care anything about, like, Bluetooth yeah, speakers yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, I know who you're dealing with. Exactly. So yeah. what I do is I do, like laundry detergent and cleaning products and stuff like that and that makes them want to participate 
Right. Yeah, so those are just kind of like some of the things. You have to get like super creative. It's, yeah. Yeah, keep everybody intrigued. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you realize that you didn't want to do physical therapy anymore. Then you start uh, learning about the... Um, health and safety. Health and safety. Yeah. So after you learned about health and safety, what route did you take then? So after that, Alabama has... um, And I was kind of just... Because I knew nothing about like this program. I knew like... My my next step was to go and get a master's, mm-hmm. right? So, one of the things I am not a good standardized test taker, like the me. ACT and crap. Like I am not good at that. Mm-hmm. So I went and took the um, was it the ACT? No, 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 no. What's the one you have to take to get into college? I mean, to to a master's program. Do you know? Me? Yeah. To get a master's. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, I can't yeah, remember I that test. But I was like, oh, the GRE. GRE. Yeah, I didn't know what that was. So I was like, I went into GRE one time and it was like terrible score. I can't even remember what it was, but it was not enough to like get me in no college without yeah. being like, I was, I actually, um, so this is what I did. After that, I went and applied. Alabama had a um, um, graduate certification program. Yeah. And that's not a master's, but me, I didn't know that. Like, I I thought that it would be good enough for me mm-hmm. to, you know. So, I go and I do this whole little two-year program. I get the certification, and I'm still not getting hired. Like, yeah. I'm not getting hired, but I didn't have, like, any internships or anything. And internships are important, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Volunteer. Do internships. They, they are important. They resume. go. They look good on your resume, and they help open so many doors for you. Also, you're networking, like, within yeah. your field. And so, like... Not about I, what you know. Like, they always, it's, it's not who about you what know. you know. It's exactly. about who you know. That's been opening doors for me like crazy. Exactly, right? people that you know. And so, like, um... I didn't have like any internship. I was applying for jobs and stuff. And so I like I and nobody was hiring me. Like nobody would even like talk to me. Like it was like not even a question. Yeah. And so um They're looking at no experience. Exactly. Yeah, no, experience. Yeah, no experience. And and the only experience that I had, like when I was on campus, I I was involved in like some clubs and stuff, but it wasn't really like catered to health and safety. Yeah. yeah. And so when I I did this little um graduate certification um, of health and safety management, and I, I couldn't get a job. So I'm working like for a hotel. You remember I was working for yeah, a hotel, yeah, to school yeah. and stuff. And um, I'm just, you know, I'm just working. I'm just working. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to keep applying. And then I ended up applying for this um, master's program at Troy. It was an environmental science. And so one of the things that you can, within the health and safety, they have, it's called different things. It's called health and safety. It's called, um, environmental health and safety because mm-hmm. within that not only do you have to manage like the people and the safety aspects but you have to um, manage like the environmental thing like um, storm water yeah, not letting stuff go into the drain exactly like so stuff like that um, even going down and testing the water like I have to do that kind of stuff too Make sure it's clean enough. exactly and then okay. you have to send it in to the government and like your reports and all kind of stuff and so um that's also another part of like that you can do so i i do that too so i i ended up um going to a mass program at troy that was the environmental science well online yeah i did it online while i was in tuscaloosa and it was just and, and because i had such a low score on the gre 
I was on probation when I originally started, which I didn't care because I'm like, you know, I can keep up. Like, I can, you had to keep like a 3.0 average in order like to. like a. What is that? What's a 3.0 average? What's an equal like? It's like a B. Like a B, B. average. Yeah. No, no, it's like a B average. Yeah, listen, not <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like a B average. <laughs> That's why I got my trade. <laughs> and some stuff, you know, just ain't funny. Um, and so, like, I didn't, like, what I was learning was, like, environmental policies and stuff. Like, um, environmental policy would be, like, um, like, uh... Like recycling and um, like uh, the emissions going out into the the stuff is basically being related to the environment. Yeah, so okay. stuff like like it, it was environmental policies. So that was oh, like, like maybe like the um, say for I use an example. Say for since I, I got a diesel truck. Exactly. The, the amount of like the amount of soot or whatever that's exactly. allowed back into the so, environment. Exactly. Okay, okay. So that kind of stuff. Okay. Um and like, you know, cutting down trees and stuff like that. I was How like, you know what? Down? Yeah. So I, okay, I okay. was not interested in that. I was yeah. like, you know what, this ain't for me. I end up not I, I didn't um finish that master's degree. Um so I was just I just kinda stopped. But let me tell you something about God. What? To God be glory. <laughs> I had been applying for this internship in boston and so if y'all don't know like our dad stays in boston and so i had been applying for this internship for the department of environmental protection um with the health and safety manager and mm-hmm. i had been applying for like two two years she didn't pick me each year it was a summer internship she never picked me so mind you i graduated in 2013 i applied that year didn't get it applied 2014 no, I didn't apply 2013. I applied 2014, 2015, both summers, didn't get it. 2016 came, and I applied, and I finally got so the three internship. Years it took me three years, y'all. So they didn't know you got to wait. Exactly. Sometimes you you got to be patient, y'all, because yeah, yeah. it took me that long. Like, all this time, I'm working at a hotel. Like, I'm literally, like, not making no money, not working in my career field. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, exactly. Yeah, you yeah. just have to be patient. And, but you also, like, within being patient, you got to also make sure you're doing some work. Like, mm-hmm. in, I was... In between. Exactly. Like, I was so determined. I'm like, I am not about to have this degree and not be able to get no job. Yeah. And so, another thing, too, was I also had to be open to, like, not just staying in Alabama. Because I want to be in Alabama, but that's not where a lot of opportunities mm-hmm. are. Like, Alabama or even a lot of um, states in the South... You have to move out and come back. No, so basically, within get certain that. degree, within yeah. certain degree fields. Um, and yeah. mine, for example, I had to move out, and I plan on coming back soon. But right now, at that time, I was not like I couldn't be like, oh, um, I don't want to work here. I don't want to work there. I just want to work right here in Alabama or Georgia. Nobody was giving me a chance. Yeah. And so, when I finally... Because I was not just applying to her. I was applying everywhere. Everywhere. Ain't nobody taking a chance. Nobody was taking a chance on me. And so, like, this lady, she finally gave me the... Like, literally didn't even, like, interview me or nothing. She just emailed me back and was like, you got the internship. And here it is. You need to be here at this time. And, man, I was so happy. Um, And then that's when we ended up driving up that summer. You remember? Oh, so that's what that was? Yeah, that's what that was. I had got an internship. I thought we were just going up there just because. 
Oh no, I did know that. Yeah, I, I did know that. Yeah. Okay, I'm tripping. Yeah, okay, I did definitely. know that. Yeah. So um, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do too, because some people don't don't realize that. Because how how many hours it is? So, because people don't people don't know that sometimes you have to do what you don't want to do to get. I don't to think where they go. don't know. I don't know if they don't some know that. Don't. I think. Well, yeah, that's true. They might not know it. But I also feel like some people ain't really willing, willing to, to do it. Do, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Go through and it. And you got to get uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, you ain't going to never be able to grow or progress if you don't get uncomfortable and you still stuck in, like, your comfortability. Yeah, comfort like, You know zone. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah your comfort zone. Like, you're not going to grow in that comfort zone. Like, you're not going to be able to expand and become something that you're... Imagine. You're, yeah, yeah. Because you in this yeah. bubble. And if that was the case, then you would be that would be in that. that bubble. Yeah. And so, um, I did that. Um, and then when I moved up there... Um, let me see. I moved up there, and then you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So I moved up there. I did that internship for the summer, but I was also working like and downtown as well. No, no, no. Yeah, I was working too. at um, working at this place that had like the offices on the inside. I was like the secretary. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought it was and so I, I I was working there, but I was also like getting bored. So what? I, Cause I would go into the internship at like I would have to be there at eight. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when I got off there, I would go to my other job, and I would, um, I would go in there at twelve. So my, my internship was like from eight to twelve, and my job was like from one either twelve thirty or one until maybe five or six. Yeah. And I would go home, but one of the issues was I used to have to ride the train, and it would be so packed. So I was like, I didn't even want to get on the train. It's summertime though. Yeah. Oh, so it wasn't cold yet. No, it wasn't called yet. And so, like, it was just, like, I was just, like, I didn't want to get on train. It was just so many people there. So, I ended up getting another job. Yeah. And I was working at um this little department store. And um I would be getting off there maybe, like, 9, 10 o'clock. Yeah. So, I was, like, working 12. Like, I was out, like, 12 hours, like, working, working. the whole summer. And then when my internship ended... I didn't immediately get a job after that either. And so that was tough because I'm just applying everywhere. Like anybody that would take take me. And the first job that I got was this place in Vermont. It was a manufacturing company. I can't even remember. Vermont, Vermont, the state. What you mean? You know what I did? No, I didn't. But I took that. I accepted the job and I was going to move. But... One of my issues was um, I was also like, you know, I was helping out at home, too. Yeah. And so I had no money to move to Vermont. Vermont. And Vermont is and who, expensive. Say, first of all, who? We don't know nobody. Dude, Vermont. at that point, I did not care. I just needed to. I needed that experience. And I, my plan was to only be there for maybe like a year and then I was going to move. But I had no experience. Like, yeah. nobody was giving me a chance. And then finally, like, I ain't going to say Finally. I applied for the job. I, I had told them I accepted it. And then it just was taking so much for me to, like, make this happen. That's how you know if it. Exactly. Yeah, I was you know like, you know what? Yeah, it ain't meant to I'm be. Have to you got to force it. Exactly. Because, yeah, you know, what, what's from God is going to come easy, yeah. you know? And so I was just like, you know what? I just end up calling them back to them. I can't take it. Because I was having to, like, ask people for money. And, yeah. and I was like, you know what? No, I'm I'm just gonna keep applying. Cause I think at that time, like I was comfortable. Like I gonna say I was I I was 
I get. I ain't gonna say I was comfortable, but I guess the the way that I was feeling with this position, and I was like, I'm gonna be in Vermont. I don't know nobody, nobody out no there. I'm having to like put these puzzle pieces together, and then if I borrow money, I'm gonna have to pay that back. So I'll, technically, I ain't gonna be. A, I ain't even gonna be working for myself. Yeah. I'm gonna be working for, for somebody else. Exactly. So I'm just like, you know back. what? Yeah. Not gonna take it. So months went by. And I was applying, and I have a friend, um, Brittany. Shout out to Brittany. Um, her her mom worked for the county in Georgia, and so she was like, "Why don't you go and apply? Like, you know, look on there, see if there's some jobs on there." And she was like, "You could put my mama as a a, a, a reference or a recommendation or whatever reference person." And her mom was like, "Her mom was a sheriff there." Yeah. And so I'm like, "Okay, you know, I'll try and low no, this is for the state. Oh my gosh." So she told me to apply for the county, but I applied, and I think I was applying for like the, the police department or something. And it just didn't it didn't work out. Yeah, but I ended up looking on Georgia State thing, and they had a position for environmental um, environmental specialist one position. And so within that position, what I would be doing is like the health inspections, um, going to restaurants, doing inspections there. Um, running, assisting with like the rabies program. So basically, you the, you were the person that when you work in a restaurant, we see you come in, we take our yeah. Run. That's me. That yeah. was me. <laughs> that was me. But I also like that. Yeah, that was me. But within that position, I didn't feel comfortable with people like feeling like yeah, that. They don't so I had to work on like exactly. And so I had to work on like you know even that and building relationships with people at mm-hmm. these restaurants at schools. Um, also, the tattoo program, we were over, like, getting that established. The who? Even when, like, the tattoo, tattoo? parlors. Yeah, that they have... Well, that is safe. Yeah, okay, yeah okay. so okay. they would have... Well, mind you, this wasn't, like, a health and safety position. This was an environmental specialist. But they did health and safety things. Like, mm-hmm. they did that stuff. And so, um, even if you wanted to, like, start a new restaurant, like, if you wanted to build a restaurant... You had to bring your blueprints to us, and we had to evaluate your blueprints to make sure that all oh, the the sink is where it needs to be, and it's mm-hmm. not this it's far. Not exactly, and you okay. had to. We I was responsible for doing that. Even like pools, it was this one place that had a pool that they were trying to install, and I had to go over the blueprints for that, and it took me forever to do that one because. Why you find me? I got you on the blueprints. Yeah, anyway. I got you on the blueprints. So, even with, like, installing um, sewer systems, like the septic tanks, we was responsible for... Going back into the environment. Exactly. Like, no, well, yeah, Yeah, going into the environment, but we was also responsible for making sure that it didn't come in contact with the water... And so making sure that it oh, was this separated. exactly okay, so okay. making sure that it was this far away from the house, this deep in this type of soil, all kind of stuff. And so um, I did that a lot too. So a lot of people knew me for doing the health inspections on the restaurants, but I was also responsible for doing some septic system installations as well. Yeah. Or if you had to like get one replaced or something like that, we had to make sure that we go out and inspect that. Yeah. And so I was doing that too. Um, so that was the position I applied for. So I applied for it. It was in Georgia. And I remember I had to come down for an interview because they wanted to interview me in person. I had to come down for Boston. And do you know I missed the flight? I missed, I missed 
the flight to get to the interview. And so I had had a call with, at the time, the manager who was over the, you know, over that department. And I called him. I'm just boohoo crying. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I missed my flight. I'm not going to be able to make it. And he was so cool. Like, he was so cool. He was like, no, you're fine. He was like, it's okay. Let me try to see if I can come up with something when I come in and go into the office the next day. So I called Daddy. And I'm just boohoo crying. And Daddy books me a flight and send it to me. He was like, hey, here you go. No. Here you go. Get on the next flight. So I literally like just sat in the um, airport for like a certain like 30 minutes, maybe. And I took a different flight. So thank you, daddy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um, after that, I was able to call the manager back and I was like, oh, my dad bought me a, a flight or whatever. And, um, you know, I went down to the interview. They loved me. And then they they hired me. Um, I want to say, I can't remember if it was like that day or if it was like the end of that week. I can't remember. But they, they end up hiring me. Yeah. So I worked there. And I actually really loved that job. Like, I really, really liked the job. But the pay was trash. Yeah. Sometimes I like that. The pay was to get that trash. To be trash. It was trash. And then I ended up having to like stay with our cousin yeah. for like a couple months until I was able to find me an apartment. And and at that time too, like I was in a relationship. I had just gotten to a relationship. He was staying in Boston. So sometimes I would like fly up to visit mm-hmm. him, which was me losing money from saving mm-hmm. up and man, the pay, I think I was getting paid like twenty nine thousand dollars. Twenty nine thousand dollars. Well, we can't we can't we can't can't complain because some people want that twenty nine thousand. But that ain't <laughs> But the goal was to get more in the future, which is especially like I had a whole. Well, you was in Georgia though. No, I'm saying, but it was like I was in like the I wasn't in like the. That's true. I mean, Atlanta. I'm saying you were in Georgia. And it was a state job. I will say I had great benefits though. I had mm. great benefits, but the pay was trash, trash, and I really liked that job. And so, like, I was just like, I can't do it. I can't do this. Like, like y'all gotta give me some money. And so they ended up giving me like an extra two thousand dollars or extra thousand or something like that the next day after like I mean the next year after my evaluation. But it still just wasn't enough. I'm making like thirty thousand dollars. And you doing all that work. Yeah. yeah and so like in Georgia. Exactly. So like also another thing, like you know how I am. Like you know I go from job, 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 I would not sit nowhere. And so, like, I was like, okay, I really like this job. Like, I want to stay. And then, uh, um, DeKalb County, which is Atlanta, mm-hmm. ended up reaching out to me about a position. It was the same position, except it was an environmental specialist, too. Yeah. And it was more money. But the the job was, like, crazier. Meaning... Like, you know, in Atlanta, they have places like clubs and stuff that serve food that you would inspect and it would be like after hours. Like, you... So, you might be going there in the middle of the night. Exactly. Yeah. Inspecting their food. Yeah. While they party. Yeah. Which, which that's when you want to go in when they... you're catching them on up. You're catching them on up. Exactly. Like, in the moment. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, when they out working and stuff. Like, that's when you want to go. Yeah. And I was just like, "Mm, I don't know. But it was more more pay. And so, I was like, I don't know. I'll consider it. And I thought it was something that they just sent out to everybody. So, I asked the lady who was... Who I was working with, I was like, did you get an email from them? And she was like, no. And I was like, oh, shoot. So, 
they was in the system. They was looking at me. They yeah. saw like my work and stuff. Cause not only were you doing these inspections, but you had to do reports. Mm-hmm. And because these were like government state documents, like you had to make sure that these things, everything was spelled right. You had okay. to make sure um, the wording was proper. Like you can't accuse people of certain things. Like so you got to make sure you putting it the right exactly. way. Exactly. So for instance, like one of the things we used to catch all the time was people having like um, this slime mold in the fountain drinks. And it would be like pink. And that's because they weren't cleaning them. So we would take this little um, alcohol swab and like go up in the thing and wipe it. And it had like black and pink stuff on it because they weren't cleaning it. And so we couldn't call it mold, which we knew that's what it was because we didn't have it tested. Yeah. So we would have to say slime mold-like substance. Because you can't tell the accused exactly, until you prove it. until you prove it. Yeah. So, um, it was like different type of words. So you would have to do this report every time you did an inspection. And that's another thing too. People be giving these inspectors grief all the time. But when I was working there, let me tell y'all, people who are inspectors, they don't want to find stuff at your restaurant because that means we got to keep coming right. back out. And you got to keep doing paperwork. Exactly. We have all this paperwork that we have to do. And not only that, we have to inspect other restaurants, but because y'all keep messing up, have to keep, keep going back, back out there. Back. So I think yeah. people think that people out like the inspectors always like they like to the catch them. Yeah. yeah. We don't. It's more work on the inspectors than me. We. It's more <laughs> it's more work on the inspectors. So it's best for you to like just do right. Yeah. And build relationships with the inspectors. Like it was some places I had relationships with and they would just call me and be like, hey, can we do this? Can we? I'm like, no, nah, I don't do that. Or yeah, you can do that or something like that. Or can you come out here and check and look at this real quick and see if this is okay? Like when you do that kind of stuff, then like if the inspector come out, they they might be, I ain't gonna say guaranteed to be a little more lenient mm-hmm. on your stuff because they know that you're actually like Trying, trying to do yeah trying yeah. to do stuff right and you may have slipped up or something like that yeah. you know and so um you know anyway no you they know you're working towards exactly. getting the problem solved other exactly. than just being rebellious exactly yeah and so after that um i ended up uh i didn't apply for that job but i ended up like i was just like i was a year and a half at this job for the state and i was just like i just can't like i, I need more money and so i applied for a job at one of the counties in um georgia and when i applied for that job i ended up getting it It was the safety specialist um one position and it was like a, a extra ten thousand dollars so of course i'm exactly yeah. i'm out of there but it was further away from my house mm-hmm. and you you know Mm-mm. at the time Mm-mm. i'm working on being a better me but at the time i could not get nowhere on time Hey, she ain't lying. <laughs> I could not get nowhere on time. Nah. And it was like, it was just terrible. And um, I I did a good job. Like, everybody at the job liked me, but the manager at the time, he, he acted like he liked me, but he, and he was trying to leave. And um, he ended up trying to fire me. And so, so like, after my year, he was definitely a hater. But I mean, hey, he had, he yeah. had calls because I was being late, right? And so, at, like, at that point, I couldn't even... It was really... If I had not gave him a reason... He couldn't have said that. Exactly. He couldn't have said yeah, he couldn't that. Have said that. And because I was still within my probationary period... He got to say something. He, he didn't have to, but he could. 
he said something because he could. Yeah. And, you know, exactly. Yeah. So, it was just, and then, you know, he ended up leaving after I left. Like, after I quit. Because I ended up quitting. So, he did, all, he did all that. All day, that yeah. ended up leaving. So, mm-hmm. I was just like, whatever. So, after I ended up leaving there, like, you know, at that time, like, I ended up breaking up with my boyfriend. And um, that was when I had lost my job. This was, like, 20, 2019. Yeah, you know, lose my job when I was staying up there in Birmingham with uh, our uncle and auntie. Okay, okay. And y'all, oh, yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, that was, was the plant, the the, uh, the plastic, plastic. Woo! Plastic. Yeah, okay, okay, I remember. So, so when I left the county, I was just kind of like, I'm going to take a break because I ended up saving like a decent amount of money. And so I was able to stay in my apartment for a little while. But after a while, I just couldn't stay no more because I couldn't find another job. Yeah. And um, I ended up having to move out, and I went through a real bad, like depressed, like. But still with a goal. Hmm. But still with a goal. Oh yeah, definitely with a goal. Yeah. Like I was still applying for jobs. Like I had even I don't know if you remember when I had went to Mobile. Was it Savannah? No, I remember a, that. It was a company that was interested yeah. in me, and um, I had drove down there, interview, and they liked me, but they ended up giving the position to somebody within the organization. And so they was like, we really like you. We wanted to hire you. Oh, because that was when you had to drive. I remember. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they ended up paying me for the, the travel the and stuff. But it was just kind of like, I was just going through a real bad time. I was super depressed. Like, I was gaining weight like crazy because I was just like not doing anything all day but sitting in my room, either like crying. Because at this time, I'm also going through a breakup, right? Yeah. So, like, I'm going through this breakup. I don't have a job. Like I was having issues with the family too, and so it was just it was just a lot going on for me at the time. And I don't have a job, like I need money, and so um, I ended up starting working at that plant. I think I did that for a week, I and I, say, was, I don't think it lasted long at all. Phew, I was out of there because <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no, uh, uh-uh. uh, because my initial plan was to go in there. Work and see if they had a safety position. You were nice open. Too. I was on nice shit. It was Boy, oh my gosh. I, I, I don't recommend it. unless you got to do it. Now, if you got to do it to to get by, you got to do what you got to do. Because mm-hmm. I I worked at night, but I made sure I got to go. So the people to the people on night shift where I'm at, don't think I'm gonna be here that long. <laughs> Please don't. If I'm not, if I'm here, I'm going. I'm working my way to the exactly or out of here. Out of here. But, so. Yeah. I was working out. That didn't work. And so, I ended up getting a job at the bank. Okay. So, at this time, when I got the job at the bank, like, I like working in customer service because I worked for a phone company for a couple of years. You remember I worked for... Uh, yeah, 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 I yeah, yeah, So, I worked for them for a couple of years. And I, I really enjoyed, like, customer service. And so, when I started working at the bank, I loved that job. And so, my plan was to work for back office operations. Like, I had a whole plan. I was like, you know, I'm out of health and safety. Like, I'm done. And so, my mentor now, who was working at me, working with me at the county, mm-hmm. we end up, I think he called me. Or some kind of way we end up talking. And I was like, yeah, I'm just done with health and safety. Like, I'm just, you know, I'm over safety. They don't call it health and safety. They usually just call it safety. I'm just like, I'm done with safety. Like, I'm, it's just, you know, I can't. It ain't it. Exactly. I feel like I don't work, did all this hard work and it's not like paying off. He was like, what, like, don't give up. Don't mm-hmm. give up on it. And I was just like, man, nah, I'm just, I'm kind of over it. He was like, please just don't give up. Like, if anything, just kind of still be open. This was right before COVID, right? Mm-hmm. So COVID happened. I'm still working at the bank. 
And I'm making decent money. You working at the bank during COVID? Yeah, I was. When it yeah, when it started, I was working at the bank. And I was making decent money because at this time oh, I'm yeah, staying yeah, with. Oh yeah, I was. I was okay. okay. Yeah, because I'm staying. I'm staying with Mama at this time, so you know I'm paying her like chump change yeah, for no rent and stuff. Rent. Like you know, I'm just giving her money for rent, but it's nothing compared to what I was already. Mm-hmm. You know, what she's already paying. So I'm just like you know, I'm just gonna save up my money, and I was actually in the process of preparing to buy a house. Like this is I. I was done with safety, and. Like, one day I get this email from Amazon. And they're like, hey, uh, we want to interview you for a safety position, right? And so I'm like, I don't even remember applying for Amazon. Now, mind you, I applied for Amazon. This is, so this is the beginning of 2020, like March, February. That's when COVID really started hitting. Mm -hmm. And so... I applied for that position in 2019 in the summer when I had lost my job, right? For the county. They just now hit me up. And so when COVID first started, Amazon was booming. Because of? Because of, exactly. And so they hit me up. And I'm like, man, I'm I'm over it. I'll just hear what they got to say, right? I talked to them, and I'm like, dang, they end up giving me, like, a real decent, like, the amount of money that I would have been making was, like, 20, 30,000 more than what I was already making. making. So, I'm like. That's a bit. Exactly, right? Yeah. So, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take it. So, I move up to Boston. I'm working um, there, but I'm working night shift, too, right? And the job was okay. Like, it was straight, but they put a lot of pressure on you because you have, like, a lot of... You have a lot of work. It's Amazon. It's Amazon. So, it was a a lot of work, but it was super um, helpful because it helped me learn. Like, I learned a lot. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I did not... You did one of the biggest companies. Exactly. And so, like, I did... To this day, I... I really honestly don't like that company. But I will say that I learned a lot. And it helped, like, push my career into that extra what I'm, like, even now, mm-hmm. right? So, I think I stayed there for, like, uh, I was working there for, like, a year. But I was, I was still, I, through all of this, I'm still dealing with this depression that I'm, like, going through. And, and, and this breakup and everything. And I was just kind of, like, you know, just kind of going with the motion really like i was like a zombie at work like i would go to work i was just like i didn't like my job like i was just sad like you know yeah. what i'm saying like and you know what was going on with us at the time like it was just a whole bunch of family stuff whole bunch of personal stuff going on and then i had some family stuff going on down here I had family stuff going on up there too much at one it time. was just a lot and so um i ended up seeing like a therapist and um that was super helpful because i ended up like you know getting like a lot of information from her she helped me a whole lot and so after that like um i ended up leaving amazon yeah and when i left i was like applying for new positions kind of like everywhere but i was at the point in my life where I know God gonna provide for me, right? Yeah. Like He's gonna come through with God. Exactly. And so yeah. he literally like I literally had to be broke down to where 
Because even though I'm going through this depression, like, I know my family there. Like, I knew y'all was there to help mm-hmm. me. Like, you know, um, I knew, like, all my friends was there to help me. But also, like, when you depressed, like, you don't want to, like, you don't intrude on people. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you feel like it's a burden on people. Because, honestly, people really don't know how to help you because you don't know how to help mm-hmm. yourself, right? You don't right? know what you want. Exactly. Yeah. And so, like, I was just kind of, like, one night, I just would be, like, in my bed, just crying, just, you know, sad. And I just finally had to just surrender to God and just, like, mm-hmm. it's nothing I can do. It's nothing mm-hmm. I can do. Here you go. Like, but and I woke up, and I was just like, you know what? At this point, I'm going to apply for positions, but I'm not going to just apply for money, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to do... Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to apply for a purpose, and... Mm-hmm. If I want to do it, then I'll do it. And it don't even have to be held to say that. I honestly, at that point, was considering going back to school for physical therapy at the time. Because I'm like, you know, that's what I really initially wanted to do. Um, And so, like, even in my career, one of the main things that I've always wanted to do is just help people. Yeah. And so, um, I was, like, working. I was going to the gym every day. Like, I was, like... You know, because I didn't have to work. I was just, you know, I had yeah. started doing a little bit, like, graphic design stuff. And I had made, like, a little schedule of what I was going to do, like, every day and stuff like that. And so, I was just, you know, kind of zoned in my zone. A couple people had been, like, hitting me up for, like, safety positions on Indeed. But I was just kind of like, eh, yeah, nah, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so, it was this one company. It was crazy because they actually, it popped up in daddy email. So, they and, didn't reach out any kind of way. Well, some kind of way, he ended up getting the position. You know how when you sign up for, like, them different um, career places that have, like, all these job listings and yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They send you jobs according to your resume. And for some reason, they sent him a safety specialist job. And he sent it. He's like, ain't that what you do? And I was like, yeah. So oh, they sent it to him. Yeah, not they sent, for you. It wasn't for oh, okay, me. Okay. It was to him, and he was like, he don't know why they sent it to him. Yeah, what can Jesus do? Exactly. Amen. And so he was like, he don't even know how he even like why he even got it, but he was like, ain't this what you do? And, and I was like, and yeah. right on time. Exactly right. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. So I ended up applying for it. These folks called me like the next day, right? Yeah. And so, I, you know, I interview with them, and I'm talking to them. But I'm telling them, too, like, also, once you get into a point in your life where you, like, applying, uh, applying for jobs with a purpose, it ain't nothing nobody can tell you about no money, no nothing to get you to come unless you feel like that company yeah. is for you. And you interview them just like they interviewing mm-hmm. you, because right? Because you don't want to go in here with it. Uh, with, exactly. Like, with I don't have to, I don't have to have this job. Mm-hmm. Like, Y'all I can't. Need me, I don't exactly. Need yeah, at this point. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's how you get, right? And so at that point, like, when I went in and they interviewed me, they asked me questions, but I also had, like, five to six questions for them like yeah. why are you working for this company why mm-hmm. are you still here what about this company make you want to stay because that was one of my biggest issues like i want to be able to stay with a company and you know i keep telling people millennials we don't care i ain't lying about if, this if, if you get on my nerves exactly my we job. out of there baby yeah if you if you i'm i'm at that point now if the job is not bringing me peace to a certain extent, because you're going to go through some exactly, stuff. Exactly. But exactly. if it's something that I can control to a certain extent, you're bringing me mm-hmm. problems, yeah, I'm gone, my boy. Exactly. I ain't got nothing for you. Exactly. And so, like, that's how I was with this position. And these folks, 
Calm, like my, the whole process took maybe like two weeks, and I was tired. Mm-hmm. Doing and way better. Doing way better, and really like enjoying the job. Mm-hmm. Like now, I'm I feel happy. Like, and you know, you don't realize what you got, or it, it's almost like okay, all that stuff in the past, it was worth it now because look at what yeah. I got now. Like, all the you know struggles, what I'm all, exactly. the, all the growing pains. Exactly, it's it's almost like you you couldn't see it in the past, mm-hmm. and it's like I wouldn't like I didn't even know about this company. Like it's a yeah. lot of people that I even tell about this company, and they don't even know about them. Yeah. Like these are this is a, one of those companies that is kind of like in the background, like yeah. you know, making and everything happen. Exactly, in the, in the yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so um, also in the medical field. Yeah. Also, so I'm not only just helping people at my site, but I'm also a part of an organization that's helping people worldwide. Yeah, yeah. And so that's something to be proud about. Yeah, as make well. an impact. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And so you know, I'm like right now, I'm just happy in the space that I am in, and I thank God for that because I'm not in that cloud of depression mm-hmm. no more. Like I was just like, you know, I can't control that right yeah only thing that i can control is me and my body and my thoughts i can't control other people Mm -hmm. and what they do and so what i'm gonna do is i'm going to decide if i don't like that then i just remove my body Mm -hmm. like i would just remove you can't be upset about exactly because you can't control that person Mm -mm. They're going to do what they want to do regardless. Exactly. And, so, that, and that job at the same point. Exactly. That job going to do what they want to do regardless. Exactly. But, because so right when they get rid of you, guess what? You can go die. Get person. You can die you right now. You are a number. Now. You are a number. Exactly. You could die right now. And they, oh, I'm sorry, but they, your job on there like 10 minutes after you dead. And, and might not see your family a call. No, they might not. Yeah. Depending it's on the organization. High, yeah, depend, and depending on the person. If they like you. True. I've been on jobs like that. If they, well. I've been on a job where if they like if they like this person, they send them a call. Even somebody might attend the funeral, but later on somebody else died. I'm just like, dang, dang, we ain't had nothing for good. <laughs> <laughs> and then I start thinking that make you think like back to what you were saying, doing something for a purpose. Like sometimes you can end up being somewhere and it's not pursuing your actual purpose. Mm-hmm. They don't care nothing about you. Mm-mm. They don't care nothing about you. So once that time comes and you've expired, mm-hmm. I, I've seen it. Wipe that desk off. Yeah, right. Two, two <laughs> out the way. Open up the cabin. You know, yeah, get butter please. stuff out of there. Hey, we need exactly. a new one. Exactly. They might you not know? even get your dust off uh-huh. there. And even too, like when you do stuff for a purpose, like it makes you even even when you're not making the amount yeah, of peace. money, you at peace yeah, yeah, because peace. you know, like this is what I want to do. And gotta make it work though. Oh yeah, definitely yeah. because. People will see you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people will see your work, and then you ain't even got to worry about applying the stuff because people going to start reaching out to you. Yeah, yeah, Which happened to me multiple times, yeah. right? Like, you, at that point, have the choice to leave, or you can stay, or you can also, hey, this is what they giving me? What you got? Yeah. You know, you can bargain. And so... Yeah, um, keep that in mind, too, to people, because sometimes... I think people forget that. Uh, I think Charlemagne said on the radio one day, he said, you only... it's." You only your job is only as good as what you accept or something like that. What he was saying, like if you know that your standards, mm-hmm. if you know that you qualify for a higher standard, the job is uh, is providing for you. Mm-hmm. Don't accept it. Hey, mm-hmm. if this job y'all offer me thirty thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. that job offering thirty thousand dollars a year, but you know you offer more, tell them, hey, this job offer me fifty. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. What y'all gonna do for me? But also, like, make your work a quality. Mm-hmm. Like, make your, like, don't go in there Separate half. Yourself. Yeah, don't yeah, go, go in there half stepping, yeah. like, doing no lame. Mm-hmm. Like, go in there and be proud of your work. On do point. you, and somebody gonna see you. Yeah. Like, they might not see you right mm-hmm. then, but somebody gonna see you. And also, when you go to your next job, you know the quality of work that, that you, you provide, you yep. right? Yeah. And so that makes you even more profitable because I like, yeah, they giving me this and y'all offering me this, but I know I can do this. So this is why I'm worth mm-hmm. this, right? And so, but then also if they give you that job, now you got pressure on you mm-hmm. because- You got to live up to the expectation exactly. what you put But out. if that's how you already work, it's then easy. it ain't, yeah, it it ain't, ain't no, no it ain't task, no right? Yeah, I it's just, that all the time. You know what I'm saying? It's not no task because that's just how that's, I work anyway. It don't matter. Yeah. It don't matter about the job because exactly. I'm already- If you say you the best and you, you putting it out there, so now it's the test time for the test. I was talking to somebody about that at work. He was- I was showing him well, at a job I was at, I was showing him how to do something and while I was watching him, he was getting nervous. Mm-hmm. So I explained to him, like, what you gonna do if the president somebody come down mm-hmm. here and watching you? You gonna you gonna be nervous? Mm-hmm. But at the same time I had to tell him, like, I know I've been through that before where the president or somebody or somebody on the job site might be looking over and watching you. But I had to come in my sense, like, man, that's just another guy. Exactly. Just another human being. He's just being. another human being. Exactly. Matter of fact, a couple of his buttons might be missing on his pants. Exactly. He's just, an- he just another person. On top person. of the fact that he might be the president, but don't forget, he needs you. Yeah, he needs you. Especially you've been, got- you've been yeah. the one that's been putting mm-hmm. this stuff out. So yeah, he needs you. If anything, like, it's just an honor yeah, to have, have that person here to look like look at you or even to have you. It's like a privilege you to have Yeah, it's yeah. a privilege to have you. Yeah. And so he might just be there to be like, oh, well, you know, I just want to, I want to see how they work because it'd be so good. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to witness it or, you know, and I, I don't know how, odd, but I'm, <laughs> I was just talking to my auntie the other day about how sometimes we come off as naive because we always try to like initially see the positive in people until you give me a reason. Yeah, yeah. If ain't nobody gave me no reason, I'm just going to automatically think you're a good person. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You know, unless like you done gave me a reason or you done did something to me for me to start thinking that you ain't as good as I thought. Yeah. And so like, I just automatically like just go in thinking that people, I can't remember why I brought that up, but <laughs> sorry, I was it's all good. But yeah, it's good it's good to be able to sit down and talk to somebody, especially somebody that I know. Mm-hmm. But um to give people a better perspective so they don't think that stuff or places that we are in life or places that other people are in life as people come on a podcast, that it just happened overnight. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah. the process was just like Yeah. Yeah, it, it just happened and in it, the instance. Yeah, it was, it was microwavable. I got my and oh, mind you also, I ended up not graduating summer 2013 which was when i was supposed to graduate i ended up graduating in the fall because i got in that athletic training program okay so that pushed me back a whole another six months right yeah so i graduated 2013 i didn't get an internship until 2016 three years later yeah i didn't get a job until 2017 yeah and so even in my career field they want you to have five to ten years of experience before you start getting some real money yeah and so that's also where your patience comes too, because you also gotta realize, like, yeah, I know all this stuff, but I haven't been able to like apply mm-hmm. it thoroughly. Unless mm-hmm. you don't have multiple yeah. um internships. Um, but let me see. So I got a job twenty seventeen, work twenty seventeen till 
2019, like back to back, it was with two um organizations, but till 2019, and then from 2019 up until 20. 2020, so maybe like what seven months. Mm-hmm. I didn't work in safety. Yeah. And I was literally like considering like moving to a whole nother, you know. Yeah. Um, field of work. So. So sometimes it takes the path can go mm-hmm. and it can come. Well, you still kind of on the same path, mm-hmm. but what you're dealing with in life can kind of it can mm-hmm. kind of stray. It kind of take you in, in and out mm-hmm. while you're still trying to deal with mm-hmm. your purpose. So that's that's. That's good for people people to know, you know, um, like I said, it don't happen overnight. Because people, a lot of times, when I be speaking about stuff, even with um, family and friends that I got that, that's, that are welders, people may make it seem like it, it happens overnight. It wasn't no struggle. Or, or even like when you were talking about the stuff that you went through how we're able to make it seem as if it's easy. Mm-hmm. Now, that's only because I done been through some, I done exactly. been through some crap. Exactly. I done been through some and stuff so before. so it, it taught us how to maintain, like, yeah. Yeah. Even too, like, um, what? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we getting old. <laughs> we getting too old. <sighs> but yeah, um, oh, this is what I was going to say. So even too, I was thinking by myself, like, what make you, what make you think that you ain't got to go through what other people went through? That's a fact. Yeah. 